if you hate your job, you don't know what to do for the rest of your life, you want to know how to find your purpose, you feel like you don't have any purpose, even if that's career or not career related, then this episode is for you. I'm going to teach you how to find your purpose and going to share with you an activity that you can do that's going to allow you to explore certain areas and aspects of your life that will kind of guide you to your purpose. Now, I don't think that your career has to necessarily be your purpose. It could be something completely different. And I'll talk about, you know, what that looks like for me in my life. And I think this is going to be a really good episode to flow straight on from my previous one with Brett. We did. We just spoke about advice on how to overcome the feelings of feeling lost in your 20s and in life in general. So I think going from, you know, struggling to feeling lost in your 20s and not feeling like you have a purpose or you haven't found your purpose as such or trying to figure out even if you want a purpose because I don't think not everyone has to necessarily have a purpose in life. Do you know what I mean? Like I would never want I would never want to put pressure on anyone to think that they have to find their purpose and then that's going to make them happy and that's going to fulfill them for the rest of their life knowing that they have found their purpose but I think also everyone does have a purpose even if it is the most simplest and small thing in life and I don't necessarily think that we're going to have one purpose in life I think we're going to have multiple as we evolve and grow and go through different seasons in life so just take this how you will and yeah this is just for the people who need guidance on how to find their purpose so welcome to the What Would You Know podcast. If you're coming back, I love you. If you're here for the first time, welcome. I am your host, Lily Heenan. Let's get straight into the episode. But before that, if you guys haven't already, if you could give me a rating and review, of course, wherever you listen, wherever you listen to this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. I know it's annoying, but you're going to help me out if you do it. And if you haven't already, go and follow my Instagram page, What Would You Know Pod, where you can stay up to date with all of my posts. I'm speaking a little bit quieter. I don't know if you'll be able to tell on the microphone, but I'm at my mum's in Queensland and I'm recording in a spare room and she's not trying to sleep. I'm just being quiet for some reason. Sometimes it's weird still talking to yourself. Anyway, also, if you've messaged me on my podcast page recently and I haven't replied, I promise I will get back to you because there's a few messages there and I haven't replied to them. I haven't opened them. I just, I've kind of forgot and then, yeah, have been putting, not putting it off, but I will 100% get back to you, I promise. (laughs) Okay, so this episode, like I said, carries on from my previous episode, but it's not the same because this is more how to find your calling in life because too often we as a society work towards things that make us feel lost and empty. So if you do feel lost and you don't know what your purpose in life is, I just want you to take a step back, complete the exercise that I'm going to be talking about, start brainstorming, start creating small actionable steps once you've done the exercise to reach your goal. You'll understand what the goal is in the exercise in a second, but even if you're still confused in the questions that I ask and the the activity that I'm going to tell you, again, like I always say, it goes back to creating new experiences and trying new things in life. Because then maybe when you do try those things 
a passion could come out of it and then a purpose could come out of it. Like for me, years ago now, I came across breathwork. At the start, I was not open to it. It just, well, I wasn't not open to it. Just like I'd always hear people talk about it, I guess. And it was weird and woo-woo and I kind of rolled my eyes at it and went, that's a crock of shit, but you do you. And then one day, I think it was at the start of COVID, I'm pretty sure, was it the start of COVID? Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it was like 2020. Anyway, irrelevant. I was just, I came across a video of two guys, could be conscious guys, who I love and really align with because they started posting videos of them doing it and they were speaking so highly of it and they were saying that just a two-minute simple breathwork practice could change the whole state of your body, the whole energetic state of your mind, it would reduce anxiety and stress in the moment, it will help reduce your chronic pain, all of the things because I was so aligned and I felt genuinely so connected and they made me really curious because I had a lot of trust in these people who I followed on social media for no reason other than I just genuinely felt connected to these men who were practicing breath work and meditation and all of this holistic stuff and we're going through the self-development journey that I was kind of going through at the same time and learning about the ego and talking about the ego and when they kind of just said if this is calling you if you can just put your ego to the side for a minute just try two minutes of this see how it feels and I did it and I fell in love with it and I started doing it every day and then me doing it every day started turned into me talking about it with all my friends and trying to get all my friends on board with it saying, you have to fucking try this thing where you just breathe through your mouth intentionally and you're going to feel fucking incredible. And then that turned into me taping my mouth every night because I did a whole breathwork course on functional breathing, which you guys know about, and me doing breathwork practices for myself every day and doing hours worth of trauma-releasing breathwork practices with practitioners for the intention of me releasing and letting go and surrendering to my emotions. There was so much that came out of that when I just surrendered to the fact that I was called to do this breathwork stuff. Even though I never would have thought that I initially had a been, it's just because I surrendered to it. I was interested in interested in it. And from what I was shut off to then led to me being curious, then me surrendering to it, then me finding a passion for breathwork and then me potentially I kind of was on the path of it being my purpose but it kind of came to a hold because I've been prioritizing the podcast more over my breathwork stuff but that's not say that I won't ever go back up won't ever do it again but today's focus on how to find your purpose and the exercise that I want you to do focuses on the concept of what's called Ikigai. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about it, but I have read one of the books and a lot of people speak about this concept on social media, a lot of self-development people. And yeah, it just, I got reminded of it today and it inspired me to quickly do an episode on it. And before, but I've read one of the Ikigai books and I follow someone on social media who talks a lot about the Ikigai concept. But if you don't know what it is, like, The book was sitting in my room and it inspired me and I just thought, why have I not spoken about this topic on my podcast yet? Because it's a really good concept and exercise for people to do if you don't know what your purpose is. 
So the ikigai is a Japanese concept which refers to something that gives a person a sense of purpose or a reason for living. And according to the Japanese, everyone has an ikigai. And they believe that some people have already found that ikigai or others are still looking. Or deep down they know what their ikigai is. They just haven't had the strength or the right guidance to find the ikigai or to take the next step to harness the ikigai. This whole search for purpose and meaning and passion can be incorporated into your profession and mission, but it takes patience. And like I said, it doesn't have to be profession focused because even though I could turn my breathwork knowledge and my love for breathwork into a passion, right now I've taken a step back with it. Like I still don't know what I want to do, but I'm glad that I have the knowledge of everything that I've learned with it. It's still a passion of mine. It's still a purpose in some way for me because I'm still, like I still help others with it. I still educate people with it. I still have obviously taught you guys stuff about it on my podcast and my TikTok and I will continue to do that. I've, I have learned something out of, out of it and I can keep giving you guys the information that I've learned with all the breathwork stuff. But it doesn't mean necessarily like the breathwork, the knowledge and the breathwork and me doing that course doesn't mean that it's like my profession and only focused, you know what I mean? And it can take five different jobs or five different passions or five different purposes until you find the one or you might find one and have that passion and purpose for a year and then go on to a next one in a few years and then a few years go into something completely different and have a passion for something else. And I get it. It can be daunting for a person listening to this and they don't even know what their passion is or they feel like they've never even had a passion or a purpose to begin with and they haven't found their ikigai and that is okay. I'm going to teach you how to find your ikigai. So the ikigai is a combination of what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for, and what you're good at. So what you love and what the world needs is your mission. What the world needs and what you can be paid for is your vocation. What you can be paid for and what you're good at is your profession. And what you're good at and what you love is your passion. So your passion, your mission, your vocation, and your profession, all in one, what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for, and what you're good at is your ikigai. Your ikigai is your reason for being alive, your reason for getting out of bed in the morning. And no, that's not what your parents want you to do. That's not what your teachers want you to be. That's not trying to fill a void in your parents that they've projected onto you. No, that doesn't necessarily mean running up the corporate ladder just so you can earn all the money, just so you can have that feeling of validation and feeling of you're good enough or you're worthy enough just because you're earning a certain amount of money. And of course, if you are climbing the corporate ladder because it's what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for and what you're good at, and you genuinely meet all of that criteria, amazing. If you are a podcaster and you're, it's what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for and what you're good at, amazing. If you're a plumber, and that's what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for and what you're good at. Amazing. And this doesn't have to be career focused because, so in saying that, like while I don't want you to have an ikigai, but you're only following it because you're trying to fill a void 
and trying to seek certain validation or you're trying to chase money or you're trying to do what your parents want you to do. I also think that you can still have a job or be in a profession that you don't necessarily love, but you don't necessarily hate either because it pays the bills. It allows you to go on holidays and feed your family. Or maybe you're single and you live comfortably and you don't want to give that up by going out with your friends every weekend and buying new clothes every week. But you still want to find your passion while still having that job on the side that is paying the bills and letting you live a okay life, then you can have fucking both because I'll give you an example of this is pretty much what I'm doing right now. So I've been a disability support worker for like since 2018. So what's that, 2018? I've been a disability support worker for five years, have been working independently for two or three years, um, and I do love it. But it's not it's not my ikigai. Honestly, if I was being honest to myself, I think one of my ikigais is my podcast. And my podcast, I love doing it. The world needs free mental health advice. I can be paid for doing the podcast and what I'm good at. I do think I'm good at sharing advice and helping people in the sense of mental health. That is my ikigai. But I'm also working just a, a typical job whilst doing something like the podcast, which I think is my guy on the side. So I think you still can have both, but neither my jobs of my disability support worker and the podcast, I don't do either of those things just because I want to make my parents happy or I'm trying to fill a void or whatever it may be that you might be doing or other people might be doing. Because if I was doing that, I'd be fucking miserable. I could tell you that right now. Cameron Rosen, shout out to him says that you may as well create the life that you want because safety is an illusion, happiness is a choice, and everybody's going to die at some point. I get it. We need money to survive. I really do. But then also, if you can genuinely find something, your guy and be paid for it, you're winning. And I know it's hard. It's like maybe you're listening to this right now and, you, and again, you're working a normal nine-to-five Maybe you're working 12-hour days. Your boss is a fucking asshole. You're so miserable, but you feel like you have no other way out. Start, get a piece of pen pen and paper out. Literally write down the, the subheadings, what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for and what you're good at. And in each section, start brainstorming what you love. Could be dogs, food, friends, helping people, what the world needs, more dogs. I don't know, what you can be paid for. Maybe that's being a vet, what you're good at. Maybe you're really good at helping animals. You'll start to see when you're doing this exercise a common theme. Start highlighting that theme on things that keep coming up in these circles, in these diagrams, and that's your ikiga. And start making actionable steps on how you can start to create that life and how you can start to create that ikiga. Personally, for me, I want to take a job that's less safe, but the one that's going to make me happy in the long in the long run. And honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, if I'm being honest with you guys, if I'm being honest with you guys and myself, the podcast is definitely something that I guess feels like an icky guy to me. And if you had have asked me a few months ago, even six months ago, even a year, honestly, my intention behind it was never to start it in the hope that I was gonna want to turn this into like a full-time gig or like a part-time gig I honestly started it because I felt like 
the community where I grew up in Warrigal was lacking a lot of resources and knowledge that I was learning about in terms of mental health. And mental health was such a big topic in our community, but I feel like it stopped at, okay, we need to be talking about our mental health. And people were asking, you know, the question of like, are you okay? But it stopped at that. Like there wasn't enough knowledge of like, okay, well, how can we actually take our mental health into our own hands? That's kind of what I wanted. I just wanted to help one person and give them the knowledge that I was learning through my own self-development journey and make it as less woo-woo as possible and everything through my studies and through my psychologist and give the resources to people who couldn't access therapy. That was my that was my goal. And two years later, I'm now have been I can't tell you guys yet, but there's something in the works, something going on behind the scenes, some things that I'm considering that I will tell you soon. I hate to be that person, but I am. That I didn't even think the opportunity that's being presented to me now, which I will tell you guys in a bit, I didn't even think that that would be possible. And I didn't think that I'd have people behind me wanting to help me, thinking that they could allow me and support me into turning this into a full-time thing. And if I was being genuinely honest with myself, of course, I'd love to turn this into a full-time thing or even a part-time thing and continue to help people in the way that I am because this genuinely is my fucking perp. Like, I love doing this podcast so much. I just have always, I guess, had that imposter syndrome and telling people, honestly, oh, yeah, I want to be a full-time podcaster or I want to take this more seriously. People don't believe in you until you are at that point. Like, people won't support you not everyone, just like the ordinary blow Joe. Do you know what I mean? Like I've got so many good family and friends who have literally supported me and believed in me since day one and I love them and you and you know who you are. But just like I guess telling the world in general that goal or that mission that you have, it can kind of sound silly, but it's not silly. So if you want to start that business or maybe you want to do Pilates on the side and start doing Pilates part-time because deep down you love Pilates, this is your reminder to fucking do it. Or if you want to start posting on social media or TikTok because you want to be a content creator, start doing it. If you want to start up a an outfit hire business for your local town, start doing it. Start taking the actionable steps to get to your ick. If you want to, if you want to be a lawyer, you start taking those steps. If you want to buy a van and travel the world and start documenting it, start taking those steps. If you want to be a mum, maybe your ikigai is genuinely to be a mum. I know for me, not right now, my ikigai is not being a mum. I know when I'm ready, I want to be a mum. I, right now, like my beliefs right now, and I know this isn't for everyone, but When I'm ready to be a mum, I want to be a stay-at-home mum whilst the kids are as a certain age, and I want that to be my passion. Well, I have a a gut feeling that that will be my passion and my mission at that time in my life. And then I know again, like, well, I can't control the future, but that's what I think that I want in years to come. And I know that maybe eventually once I do have kids and they're out of the nest, then being a stay-at-home mum won't be my passion and then I might move on to something else. I don't know. I feel like I'm really called to be a mother and be like a traditional stay-at-home mum. And I know that society, 
there's a lot of stigma and a lot of, a lot of negativity that I feel like women who do want that, they feel guilty because society kind of pushes for the opposite these days and I we understand why they're doing that because women have the right to do whatever the fuck they want. But if you're still someone who wants to be a, a stay-at-home mom and you are a stay-at-home mom, there is no guilt. Don't feel any guilt. If that is your ikigai, let that be your ikigai, okay? It is okay. Everyone is so different. Maybe your ikigai is working at a fucking fish and chip shop. But you only work nights, so you get the whole day to yourself and you get to do whatever you want and you get to catch up with friends and be in the sun and eat pasta and spend time with your family and friends every day because you have the whole day to do that before you go to work. And that's what makes you happy and that's what lights you up, okay? At the end of the day, I don't want my listeners to take a less safe job just because they think that that's what they have to do, okay? But if that's what you want to do, that is completely okay. I just want you to do what is going to make you happy at the end of the day and don't listen to what anyone else in society tries to tell you to do or tries to push pushes or tries to push on you, okay? I hope that helped a little bit. I'm sorry that was in a this was just an inspired in the moment episode. I have the diagram of the ick guy right in front of me, but the rest was just spitting straight from my brain. And if it didn't make sense, I am so sorry. Um, but if you guys got something out of this episode, send it to someone who you think will get something out of it too. If you feel lost, it is completely okay. If you feel like you don't have, haven't found your purpose, that is completely okay as well. That is the end of that little guy segment and finding your purpose. And hopefully that's helped you a little bit. Um, I want to read a little quote to you that I feel like is very on brand for this episode. Average I Australian. I had it saved. Okay. All right, ready, guys? For some inspirational shit. Actually, you can. You can follow your heart. You can alter your path. You can break the mold. You can take the leap. You can free yourself from your fears. You can refuse to settle for less than you deserve. You can live a life aligned with your purpose and passions. You can do the thing you're not sure you can do. You can take the first step. You can create your future. You can have exactly what you've been dreaming about. You are strong enough. You are brave enough. You have what it takes. Bam. By the way, if you've listened to my previous episodes with Brit, we did a We're Not Really Strangers card game and Brit wasn't happy with me when she found out that I had like 11,000 emails. I have since cleared up my email box, guys, and I think I only have 20 emails in my email box at the moment. To have, and it feels so much better that I've done that. And that was something I was putting off for ages. So if you're someone who has thousands of emails unopened, which I'm sure you probably don't because it's beyond a joke at this point that I let it get to that far. If you are, or if you have more, there's no judgment. I literally cannot talk, but I've cleaned out my inbox. This is your reminder to do it too. You will feel so much better. I hope you guys got something out of that episode. I'm going to stop talking now. I love you. Have the most beautiful rest of the week, and I'll see you in the next episode. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.